have you found that you were always just about at that point where you're going to go off on somebody, mm. say something that you uh, may regret? You got a short temper? Mm. Afraid of what you might do if you get mad? Do you try to hide your anger? And if so, why? So you're going to want to stick around if this applies to you um, because we're going to give you some living truth today about anger and hate and wrath. Yup. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Connecting you to living truth. If you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or join our inner circle through Patreon.com. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends and family can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today is all about anger, wrath, hatred. All that stuff. We're going to talk about it. But before we do, uh, inner circle, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey. Inner Circle, if you don't know, um, sorry, if you Outer Circle folks don't know what the Inner Circle is, you need to go to Patreon.com and find out because there's room. There's room in the Inner Circle for you. So oh, yeah. think about joining and an ever-growing circle, getting some extra content, getting some insight, getting some other stuff. Yes. So, All right. That's it. Well, last week we talked about anger. We asked the question, is anger bad or mm-hmm. good? And we arrived at... Meh. I mean, it depends. Can be. Who, it can be good. Who, who it can be good. That's one of the things, basically, we wondered. Can anger be a good thing? Yes. And so out of that was birthed this question of, um, like, can it be sinful, even though it can be good? Like, can yeah. anger still be, like, is it like, you know a sin to be like, angry? Do you get it? Do you, get- <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm saying. Well, and this thought of, um, is anger a sin uh, comes out of a lot of conversations that I've had also with people um, in ministry where um, the thought of, well, I can't be mad because I'm a believer mm. or I can't get angry about that. Or this like fear of anger um, because of the thought that being angry is a sin. And I know, I don't know where in Sunday school ology this was taught mm. that like when you're mad, that's the sin. Um, but um, even though we've already covered like anger in itself is not a sin that doesn't mean that it can't become sin. Yeah. Just like, you know, cookies. Straight up. Aren't sin. Mm-mm. Sinfully delicious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, but if you, anything you indulge, yeah. anything that becomes for you an idol becomes the thing that's driving um, what you do or why you do it that isn't God, that can become sin for you. Like anything, I mean, idolatry in and of itself, putting anything in the place of God is a sin. So like, um. So, yeah, it can be like anger can become that for us, just like junk food, just Mm -hmm. like our jobs, just like alcohol. Like there are and even we were talking about there's even this like term of like a Mm rageaholic, which is like if you alcoholic rageaholic, like we can have these things that the thing in and of itself isn't bad. Uh, But depending on which tradition you're in, maybe alcohol (laughs) is bad. Um, Well, more on that another episode. But with (laughs) with anger, it's like, yeah, I guess you could. It just depends on. How you're using it. Yeah, and how that the anger manifests in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so anger, I, we got to, so we deal with students who are uh, middle, middle school aged, and we have elementary school aged children. Um, and it's just a big old ball of emotions. Yes, at all In times, our life. <laughs> at all times. Um, but one of the things that we come across is this unclear understanding of what anger is. Mm. Because there, and I, I don't think it stops with middle school, because I've seen it in mm-hmm. adult interactions where, 
um, people are afraid to get other people mad. May it be because they had trauma growing up that they experienced abuse at uh, the hands of someone who was wrathful. Mm. Um, maybe they got into a lot of fights and fights always started with anger. Maybe what, whatever the fear is, anger is um, almost triggering to people because yeah. just being mad is enough to shut them down because they don't want other people to be mad at them mm-hmm. for fear of physical confrontation or fear of verbal abuse. They also don't want to be mad because they feel like if they're mad, that's a bad place to be because it leads to bad things. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's um, an isolated community of people. I feel no. like that's a large community of people that have experienced that. I know for a, a long time I was uh, kind of afraid of my own anger when I was a kid because I used to get so angry. Like I just wanted to swing stuff and hit people with things and like, go get a knife and stab thing. Like I was just like, I know someone's calling the police on me right now, but it's all good. Um, he doesn't do that anymore. No, just no. Um, but as a child, I didn't understand that anger was an emotion that could stop there at just the emotion. Mm. It always led me into an action, which go back and watch our last episode. It led me into a sinful or a wrathful action um, that pointed me away from what is good. And so I know from personal experience that that almost fear of anger um, has led me into places where like I would um, avoid confrontation, not just mm. because I didn't want to get anger, but angry, but I didn't want to really be around anger in mm-hmm. that sense because of just the way I saw anger modeled as a, mm, as a child. Yeah. And so I think there's a misunderstanding about what anger is. Yeah. And so let's define it for y'all. Let's get a definition. I know going y'all can here. jump on the, on the Google and make it happen anyway, but yeah. we're going to do it for Go you. for it. Um, but anger, <laughs> according to the lexicon, what is it? The lexi- lexico? That's um, I don't remember. Some source. Um, <laughs> it is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Mm. Which I think is so interesting because I was like, when we when you were reading that, I was like, wait a second. So if I'm annoyed, I'm angry. Like I always thought annoyance was like, just like a junior anger, like anger. Like, like, like I'm not angry yet. I'm just annoyed. But well, it's it's that strong, strong. feeling. Like there if you're, go. it's not just like you're annoyed. It's like oh my gosh, I've been annoyed for like a minute and nothing's changed. And yeah. now I now I'm just now I'm irritated. Like I feel like for me it goes like annoyed, irrit- mildly irritated strongly irritated completely displeased like i feel like there's <laughs> there's levels of it it's like a spectrum and um, the spectrum the anger spectrum yeah um but for some people Disorder. it's not some people it's like i'm either <laughs> i'm either super like i'm angry i'm enraged and outraged mm-hmm. or i'm cool yeah and I, I don't know if you've experienced this but sometimes people that are like that there's almost a little bit more like you you understand it a little bit differently because it's like oh you're you're probably going to blow up and then five minutes later, you're cool. Yeah, fizzle out. And there's, then there's others of us who need to process each stage of our anger because at each stage we're progressing because we haven't processed the last thing that made us annoyed or the last yeah. thing. And I think, and I don't know if maybe this is um, isolated to gender or to birth order or any of those things. Maybe you've experienced this like you, um, like if you don't have permission to be angry. Yeah. It can almost make you more angry. Yeah. Because you're like, wait a second, I'm not allowed to feel this, but I do feel it. And now yeah. I'm angry that I can't feel it, but I'm I'm feeling it. I'm not supposed to. Like you have this internal anger. And I remember hearing people talk about like you have to forgive yourself. And you mm-hmm. have to even in Christian circles, I was like, what does that mean? Like I'm forgiven in Christ. Yeah. But you almost like for those of us that maybe struggle with that, if you relate, you do have to give yourself that forgiveness for not properly expressing your anger like you have to forgive yourself for allowing yourself to be stifled um for not having a healthy understanding and not exercising that 
Um, but that's a whole other thing. But. Well, but before we go too far, because I think that I think that's important. I think giving, especially young people, or young in your faith, or young in your emotional walk, or young in your growth, um, you have to give yourself that permission to be angry. And so you have to understand what anger is and why anger can be good yeah. in order to give yourself permission for anger. Yeah. Um, and I think kind of going back to previous episodes, you can only build with the tools you've been given. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to get yourself some new tools. Um, yeah. But so, so that's anger. So yeah. another thing that I think is confused with anger is hatred, mm. um, especially in our culture right now. Yeah. If you are mad at something or even disliking something is viewed as hatred. Um, but or disagreeing the, or with, disagreeing. Mm-hmm. But the the definition of hatred that I found was an intense or passionate dislike. So um, I don't really like that definition, though. Yeah, because, because that seems yeah. really mild. Like of a dislike def- and hatred to me are like intense dislike. Oh, I really okay. don't like that. So I hate it. No, I think hate to me is uh, the way I remember it growing up. Um, and if you were taught this, let me know, because it could have just been my mom. Um, I was told, like, when you hate something or someone, if it ceased to exist, it would either make your life better or you wouldn't care. Mm. Like, wow. when you tell someone you hate them, it's like, if they didn't exist, it would either benefit you or you wouldn't care either way. Oh. Um, and I remember thinking that as a child, that hatred was, like, the utmost. Like, you couldn't say you hated things in my house. Mm. That wasn't even acceptable. Like, yeah. I hate that. Oh, well, hold on. Watch I mean, your mouth. Jesus kind of took it to that level because he's like, if you hate your brother in your heart, it's the same as murder. Yeah. Okay, but if I don't like my brother or my sister, like, if I'm I not saying I hate dislike. you just because I'm like, look, I don't really like you right now. You're kind of being extra. <laughs> being I don't like much. you. Love you. But I don't hate you. Like, I feel like yeah. jumping, again, these definitions on paper are so hard to, like, say that's all that it is like how can you put into words like I think about um like people who really do um, like I think about um, racism Mm -hmm. people who truly believe that people of another race are subhuman Mm -hmm. and like have this disdain for them this like utter ew like that's hatred like Mm -hmm. that's the feeling that to me Mm -hmm. um it's not just, I don't like you. Like it goes so much deeper than that. Yeah. I think um, it goes down to like a fundamental aspect of who you are that's being challenged. Like, I don't, I don't mm. like, I don't like the essence of what I'm looking at. It's not just like, I don't like this thing you did, or I don't like the thing you said. It's like, uh, to the deepest part of who you are or what you are, I don't mm. like. And I think that kind of, that's how I would take the and extreme And even with dislike. like principles, like there's things about, like, I really hate quitting mm-hmm. I hate it like I hate having to admit that it's time for me to quit something mm-hmm. or like to not finish it I hate that feeling I don't just dislike it like I'm like this is and I hate it so much that I fight against it oftentimes so like <laughs> sometimes <laughs> most there's, of the time. there, there are times I do sometimes I just hate it and then I'm walking around hate it. <laughs> but like it's it, like you said it goes down to like the essence of a person and yeah. hatred and that's why also if you think about it like when you're hating someone, a person, if there's someone in your life that you can say at this point with maturity that like, yeah, actually I do hate that person. Um, that affects you as yeah. well. Like it, it's not just like, oh, I'm extending this, this feeling or this emotion towards another person. Yeah. It actually affects you at your core. Yeah. And so that's why I think hatred is so much more than just dislike or even anger. It's got a, such a contrast to anger. Yeah. Anger, I feel, is like that, that momentarily, momentary. Um, emotional response 
Mm-hmm. Whereas hatred is it's the fuel almost. Yeah. It's like I, I am angry at you because I hate the way you chew your food. I'm angry <laughs> at you. I hate the way you do that. Well, and then, and then that's also kind of juxtaposed or it's often married to the idea of wrath. Mm-hmm. Whereas wrath is like the action. Wrath is um, strong, vengeful anger or indignation. Um, retri- retri- what? I can't say this word. Retributory. Thank you. I was struggling, y'all. Wording is hard. <laughs> Not Re- to be confused with tributary. Exactly. Ret- retributory is what I was about oh, to say. I think that might be right. Okay. I think I may have been saying um, it It's punishment as payback for an offense or a crime. Or divine chastisement. And wrath is not a game. Yeah, wrath is like you about to get it. Like it's been coming, and you, I hate that thing. I'm angry about that thing. And now I'm and now that somebody. thing about to get something. <laughs> and so, like this idea of wrath, anger, and hatred, I think they're married together in our culture because hmm. normally they follow so close behind. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> they follow so closely behind each other. So there's you get angry. Or you, you're hating something which will lead you to some sort of wrath or mm-hmm. some sort of um, violent outburst. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, I think the wrath p- uh, portion, the abuse, the, the, the physical violence or the emotional and verbal violence, um, that being so closely related to the, um, the emotion of anger, I think leads us to this cause and effect, this causality mm-hmm. of anger leads to abuse, anger leads to this, mm-hmm. um, this tort- sort of hatred or wrathful action against yeah. others yeah which if you're a logical thinker it's like oh well if you stop back here just don't get angry uh, i mean that's what the, i mean that's what the buddhists have done that's what like um a lot of eastern mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. religions or eastern thought i should say not necessarily religions but eastern thought is this idea that intense feelings lead to um desires that are contrary to your actual status that's like the aesthetic like it's aesthetic aesthetics aesthetic. yeah aesthetic. yeah it's like asceticism is like i don't want to i can't want anything or be upset about anything because that's going to lead me somewhere emotionally or physically that will cause damage to me or others mm-hmm. and therefore if i just don't want or don't feel um anger if all i have is just good vibes only man if i'm just you know sitting here good vibing it out then life's mm-hmm. gonna be good brother mm-hmm. And that's not reality. Yeah. Like that's not how we're wired as human beings because anger is a natural emotion that we need to feel. And a lot of times um, the idea of anger is not the idea, but the emotion of anger helps us to grow in certain areas. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And and so, yeah. So yeah, I think looking at these, looking at this idea as, especially as a believer, we have to remember that God God has experienced and participated in all three of these. Mm-hmm. Hate, anger, and wrath. Wow, yeah. But it's crazy because of all, like, of all the people in your life or all the people you're aware of, um, you might, like, give people permission. Like, okay, they can be, they're just angry. You know, we make exceptions for people. Like, oh, okay, they're just angry. Mm-hmm. They really hate that thing, so it's, don't do it because it makes them angry. But with God, we have this idea of, like, God can't hate things. Mm. God can't be angry. God can't have, oh, and we, you, and even the way we talk about God's wrath, mm-hmm. it's always in the negative. Yeah. It is always in as people, especially those who reject Christianity mm-hmm. based on the old Testament view of God's wrath and anger. Well, based so, well, on how their could, limited understanding of the old Testament. View. Right. Based on, you know, he's this guy. Anyway, my um, I apologize. I was trying to be soft. <laughs> you know, you're like based on what you don't know about my God. 
Oh, oh okay, yeah, definitely. You gotta let them know sometimes <laughs> that you know God. Like I don't, I ain't just heard of him. I know the man. Your friend of God over here. Anyway, um, but, <laughs> but based on that, um, there's just such a disdain for like, well, and, and almost this, um, what's the word? This like aghastness mm-hmm. of like, how could God even like, if God is good and loving and kind, which He is. How could he possibly pour out wrath on people? And I would, I would raise you that question by saying, how could God not be loving? Mm. How could he not? Like, how, how could you have a God that says he loves his creation so much, mm-hmm. yet he won't pour out wrath when anything attacks that creation? Because here, let, let me tell you something. Let me think come, about that thing you love. Come with it. Whether it's your puppy, <laughs> your baby. <laughs> Your best friend, your husband, your wife, whoever it is, you love them. Like you would give your life for them. Mm-hmm. And I, right now I'm thinking of my kids. Anything that comes after my baby, you better believe I'm going to have wrath on it. Don't, I'm not even going to question. I don't need to walk in the room and say, excuse me, I need to know. No, wrath, instant. You're going to attack my love? You're going to attack my, yeah. like what in the world? You don't know who you are messing with. Yeah. That's like mama bear. Because I love my children, because I love my family, don't attack them. How could God look on his creation being attacked and being subject to futility mm-hmm. and, to- and like just all of these things and not pour out wrath? Yeah. How could he not? This idea that God is love. So not that God has love for mm-hmm. something or feels for love. someone. Yeah, not that God feels love, but God is love. And so the very essence of God is love. And he created us and everything out of an abundance of that love. Um, then why would he not have wrath? Now, again, not is wrath. God doesn't become wrath. But God has wrath against those things that come against his love, like yeah. what he has created. And, um, and then even again, thinking of like anger. God has anger with his creation mm-hmm. um, for participating in things. That uh-huh. will hurt them. Uh-huh. Just like there's so many times when our kids will bump their heads or something and it'll hurt them and I'll get mad, but I can't get mad at anyone specifically. I'm not like, how dare you bump your head? But I'm <laughs> mad that my child's hurt yeah. and there was nothing I can do in that moment mm-hmm. and that maybe they didn't make the right choice and it caused pain. I'm like, oh, why? Mm-hmm. And like God has anger towards those things and towards our decisions. Yeah. Um, but then there's also hatred. Like mm. there are things that scripture says God hates. And I think um, to those who are outside of the faith or who haven't done much study, it's, it almost seems petty to be like, how could God who is God hate anything? Um, mm. Well, you have to understand what like this extreme hating the essence, di- disliking the essence of something. Um, mm. And if you're 100% good, there have to be some things you hate. Mm-hmm. And those things have to be bad. Otherwise, how Makes can sense. you be good if you don't hate bad? Um, I, you can't. I, That's the answer. You can't. Oh, okay. I was asking. Seriously. <laughs> How can you? Because I was just trying. Um, but there are things in scripture that it says that God hates, like injustice. Yep. Or like. Um, Wickedness. Yeah. Dishonesty. It was like um, haughty eyes, which ha- haughtiness, like pridefulness. Not H-O-T-T-Y. Not like being a little haughty. No, like having haughty eyes, the eyes that look down on everyone else and have something to judge about them. So good the the pride and the arrogance and like those are the things that and and honestly if if we're honest with ourselves like there's a part of us that hates those things too mm. um even if we have those traits sometimes sometimes yeah. you know we have we might have a little arrogance might be a little too proud of yourself might be a little bit too like you might at some point in your life you may have been like like a child 
trying to figure out how you're going to lie about this thing to get away with it. Yeah. There's a part of us that hates those things along with God and gets angry when those things affect us or affect our relationship with other people. That's yeah. one of the things that I've noticed, like when I've tried to reflect on how my behavior affects my relationships, I, I recognize just like David said, against you and you only have I sinned. Mm. Like now I don't mean that to say like we, we don't have responsibility in relationships. Like I didn't, yeah. I sinned against God, not you, but understanding, <laughs> I guess, sorry, I'm not saying sorry. I, I almost so sorry think of that as more like against my one and only. Yeah. Have I sinned like against you, like you, my God, I have sinned against you. I have severed this relationship by indulging in this thing mm-hmm. that also has harmed my relationship with somebody else. And so those things, it, it would make sense that if God loves us, which mm-hmm. he does, when we give ourselves over to those things, it makes him angry because he hates those things. He hates injustice. He hates like the hands that go to plot evil. He hates that. So yes, he's going to get angry when hands go to plot evil. Yeah. Cuz he hates it. And then there will be wrath. And there will be point. wrath. And the crazy thing is is God's wrath is always measured. That's mm-hmm. one thing I love like God's wrath poured out. What do mm-hmm. you do before you like you you measure, you put it in a cup, you measure it. So then you pour it out. Yeah. God's wrath is measured. There's grace. Like he withholds mm. his wrath for a so time. Good. He allows us to experience like okay, you going to bump your head. I hate I hate when you get hurt. I hate when you get hurt. And there you are bumping your head. Yes, I'm angry about you bumping your head, but I love you. Hold it back a little bit. I'm going to give you a chance to recognize the wall is there. Stop bumping your head. Yeah. Thank you for turning around. Now you don't have to worry about wrath. I'm (laughs) going to keep it over here. I'm going to store it up for something else. Okay. (laughs) So so God God exercises wrath, anger, and hatred perfectly, right? Mm. And we're, we're taught to emulate um, that in Christ. Well, and even Paul is like, Hey, follow me as I follow Christ. But like (laughs) being a Christian means to be a little Christ. It means to follow after the footsteps of, uh, Jesus. And so Mm -hmm. we have to look at the way Jesus even used his anger, like Mm. Jesus. And we talked about a little bit before Jesus never poured out his wrath on people Mm -hmm. in a way to like kill them or hurt them or maim them. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was always against sin, always fighting against the things, the systems and the personal sin that harmed those who were um, vulnerable, mm-hmm. those who needed protection. Mm. And so what, and kind of going back to throwing it back to what you said earlier about idolatry, um, we as human beings tend to, to go to anger as a first response because it's an easily accessible emotion mm-hmm. and it's an easily um, militarized. It's easily mm. uh, manageable. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got fuel now to do something. Because this anger, I mean, think about it when you're working out or like the military tries to make you mad to be like, all right, do more pushups, use that anger. And so anger is easily accessible. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> what is it? It's a simple carb. That's uh, right. It's the emotional simple carb. It's and your so- <laughs> rice and your bagel. <laughs> it's your anger. It's your anger. So you can just jump to it. It's, it's, it's not the oatmeal, you know, it's not going to last you. Oh, no, no. But, no. Um, but instead what God wants us to do instead of, of responding or sorry, instead of reacting in the moment with anger, with an easily accessible um, fuel, he wants us to take that anger and bring it to him. Mm. Now, um, before we get into how to do that and kind of what that looks like scripturally, mm-hmm. um, you need to share this with somebody. And if you're mad about it, bro, if, you're Re- angry, if you're mad, you really got to share it with somebody. You really need to share on that's social just, media. That's just showing us that there's Go something you got to work Share on. how mad you are. Make sure you post the link. Let people know. In that, let them know they need to talk to us. Let them know. Be like, this is why I'm angry. Awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, right, so let's get to it. How some of the ways we misunderstand this, like you're talking about using that anger in the right way. And I think um, Paul identified it really well mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Ephesians because he's talking to the Ephesian church. You know, they were messing 
up. They were mm-hmm. doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You can't leave people alone for Just five like minutes. Church. Don't act like your church. Yeah. Right? Come on now. Everybody church messing up. You know somewhere. your church. You know your people. So he writes him a letter. He's like, listen, guys, listen. We're taught. Former way of life. You got you, this was how you did it. Now, let me tell you, you got to put on the new, take off the old, put on the new. Right. And he gives them all this encouragement. He's like, do these things, do these things. But then he says, be angry, but do not sin. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, what? He's throwing the church for a loop. Like, wait, 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 wait. Cause you know, they were already angry. Mm-hmm. He, they had to be for him to say that for him to be like, listen, okay, be angry. <laughs> however, go ahead. You can be mad. However, and he, he lists off some specific things for them that they're, they're engaging in like malicious behavior, not mm-hmm. being honest with each other. Anybody recognize that in the church? Okay. <laughs> trying to get over on one, each other, trying like on one, yeah. each other. Sorry. Over it's on okay. one. We know what you meant. We're you with you. I was getting, I'm into it. So he's, he identifies and calls out the things that like, okay, here's the sins I'm talking about. He's mm-hmm. like, Here, be angry, go ahead, have your feelings, but don't sin instead. And then he yeah. gives them the things that they can do that are productive for the maturity and the unity of the church. And that's something we got to remember as believers. Mm-hmm. Your anger is not about you. Mm. Your anger is not about you and that person or what issue, what thing. It's not about that thing. Sure, you got to handle that. Mm-hmm. But our anger in the godly community is meant to show unity and maturity mm. in the body of Christ. Not perfectly because we're going to mess up. But when we take it to God and we say, look, I, God, they see she looked at me funny during worship practice. And I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. God, you don't have to work on this. Mm-hmm. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. Yeah. And then you come back and say, okay, but I'm going to extend forgiveness because that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Even though I'm angry, even though I can be angry, I'm not going to sin. And yeah, like, it's good. It's a natural thing to feel anger. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you're feeling it, you can be feeling it up here and in here, but shut it. <laughs> shut your mouth. Honestly, shut it down. There are so many times in like Proverbs and Psalms where it's like, uh, shut, shut the mouth of the anger, shut the mouth of the wicked, shut the mouth of the, like, shut the mouths, be quiet mm-hmm. um, in your anger. Um, even in Psalms where um, mm-hmm. Paul gets that from. It's like in your anger, hush. Like. Yeah, and David was saying that, well, like he was most likely being chased by Saul. Had every right to be angry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, be. And I think it's almost like he's saying it as encouragement because um, it's meant to be like sung with stringed instruments. Like it's mm-hmm. like a, one of those, a maxim or ma- ma- maskil, maskil of David. What is it called? Um, maxil, maskil. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm with you. And it's like this song of like, okay, guys, listen, be, you know, be angry, don't sin. And then he actually says something along the lines of like, when you're laying in your bed, you know, like shut your mouth. You know, what? in other words, like when you're angry and you're feeling, you're feeling your feelings, just, just hush. Just. You know what that flies in the face of though? Our cultural understanding of venting. That flies right in the face of like, when you're angry, go tell somebody how mad you are. Cause you need to vent. You got to get that stuff out of you. Um, mm. Scripture says you need to, you need to be quiet. And I've seen it um, in action, specifically in, in kids that they'll be a little upset about something, but then the more they start talking about it, the angrier they oh, get. Oh yeah. And it just, it amps they, you up. They start instead of if they just took the time and space and stepped away from the situation and mm. processed and even prayed about it. Then when they came back and readdressed, they'd be in a better position to express themselves, to talk about what the real issue is. But when mm. you are um, angry, and again, I love that scripture speaks so true to who we are as people. When you are angry, that is not the moment to respond with, let me just tell them about themselves. Mm. Now, you may have every right. You may be in the right, but you can do the right thing at the wrong time and for the wrong reason and still be dead wrong. And so you, there. you have to do what Christ says, which is um, 
to bring all things to him, to bring, bring that because it says vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. Because as we say, stated earlier, God exercises wrath perfectly. So in your anger, you want to exercise your wrath. You want to exercise your mouth. You want to exercise them, them hands. You're trying to do something <laughs> to inflict uh, pain on someone else because you're feeling pain mm. or you're feeling some kind of way. But really what God says is you need to bring it to me because I exercise wrath perfectly. And so if there's wrath needed, I'll step in. If there's not, I will extend forgiveness, but you, this isn't for you. Mm, and so that's good. in that be angry, but do not sin. I love that Paul goes on. He says, don't give, um, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't let the devil, don't leave the devil hold. a foothold. Right. And I used to, they used to kind of trip me up because I don't climb mountains or anything. So I didn't really understand this whole foothold idea. Um, I was like foothold anyway, but, um, this thought of the enemy comes in in those moments when you're upset, when you're emotionally stirred, especially in negative ways. Um, and that's when the enemy starts to plant seeds. Mm -hmm. That's when the enemy starts to put those little whispers of like, um, did God really say, well, it's not even, did God say, Oh, well you, you saw the way she looked at you. You see the way he said that you saw the way that they did that. They did that cause they didn't care. They said that because they don't value you. They do. And in your anger, you just eat them, little, just well, eat them up. You're just I, like, Ooh, yes, you're right. Satan. Yeah. I need, I need this. Fuel. I think it's not just anger though, because I, I think at that point we're distracted with anger, but Satan feeds off of those other things. The deeper feel. emotions. Come on now. The, the pride. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 they, they're going to say that to you. They know who they're talking to. Do they know? And the, it, yeah. he feeds off of the jealousy. Come on. Like, oh, well, last time she, like all of those things come to the surface only because you got that anger over here distracting you. Come but on, then all so the while he's massaging this feeling of you're entitled. Mm -hmm. You're entitled to this. And I do think, it, I mean, again, going back to the garden. <laughs> Eve could have easily like, taken what, like, okay, wait a second. She could have walked away and thought about, wait a second, no, let me reflect, because the God who created me, you know, he, no, 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 that's not how God is. But she done run her mouth because Satan asked her all kinds of questions. Well, wait a minute. Did God really say? Well, you know, she engaged in this debate mm -hmm. instead of just walking away. Taking it to the Lord. Taking it to God, back, back to her source. She was like, well, hold on a second. Let me try to figure this out on my own. Mm -hmm. And what happens when we try to figure it out on our own? Come on. You know. Y'all already know you over there venting on Facebook, trying to figure it out on your asking for prayer requests. And now, and now sister so-and-so is the bad guy because they called you out or and brother so-and-so is the, the bad guy again. because they responded to your hateful, wrathful Come message. On. So like being in Christ calls us out of these worldly responses um, and into the reality of Christ likeness, which is mm. like responding in the way Jesus would respond, which is also called holiness it, and, it, and it's hard you can't do it on your own you can't muster up enough willpower to behave like christ mm. this only comes from the power of the holy spirit like this is something that that you have to surrender to not work for mm, and so this good. this idea of your ang like your anger may not be a sin but your anger can cause you to sin mm-hmm and if you are just by the power of the, the grit in your teeth and the sweat on your brow trying to fight this sinful reaction that you're having um, because oh, I've got to do better, I want to be more like Jesus, um, it's not, it's not going to work. That's how I wake up in the morning. I want to be more like Jesus. It's not going to happen that way. Like it, it doesn't happen that way. You can't muster up enough holiness. You have to surrender to the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's the only way that, that we can enter into this holy uh, response when we get angry. Mm -hmm. Um. I lost my train That's of thought. Good. But no, you know I think saying. it's good. Well, I think we got to wrap up with Let's this. Land like land a plane. All these feelings, like you, all this emotion. It's not just anger. Anger is, again, I think last uh, episode where we talked about this, I said anger is your 
thermometer, mm-hmm. not your thermostat. Yes. And so if anger is a thermometer, it should be telling you, oh, okay, there's something going on. There's a, yeah, fever. <laughs> so, something done made you sick. So, no, stop you it. Feed. Stop it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so just, just a reminder from that little like parenting trick, what is your anger trying to tell you? Mm-hmm. If you're angry, what is trying? What do you value in this yeah. moment? That what do you feel is being infringed upon? What right do you feel is being taken away from you? What voice do you have that you think is being silenced? Yeah. And sometimes, though, here's the hard part. Y'all gotta listen. Listen up. Sometimes, yeah, anger is gonna you be telling you something. Pay attention. Sometimes your anger is just trying to tell you about yourself. Yes. I know. I feel that because I have a five year old daughter <laughs> who is oftentimes just like me. Hmm. And sometimes my anger, I realize I am staring in a mirror. Yeah. Staring at little me going, oh, my God, I am so angry. I'm angry at myself. I'm not angry at you. (laughs) It's not you, this little soul that's just trying to make it. It's me. And sometimes that's what anger does. Sometimes it is a work of grace to feel anger because God's saying, okay, that makes you angry, huh? Makes you real angry when people don't listen, even though you told them a lot of times (laughs) that they should do things a certain way. And then when they don't do it that way. You get real. I know what that feels like. You gave them specific you, instructions and they ignored it. That's crazy. They start wandering around like, I don't know what to That's do. Crazy. Do they really love me? Uh. I make you mad. And sometimes, because <laughs> God has a sense of humor too. Yes. Sometimes he does it in a way that's like, yeah, I know. It's rough, huh? Come yeah. on. Come over here. Come here. Well, come and here. Get this holy hug. Come here. <laughs> I think taking it deeper than just that surface level, I think God allows our anger to touch those um, those deeper sin parts of our body, sin parts of our body. That doesn't sound like <laughs> the body of Christ, <laughs> the deeper parts of sin that we harbor in our flesh. Aha, that's what I was trying to say. Sin parts of Just our let, body. let me, have, let's move on. Cause I got something to say. <laughs> Anyway, God created the whole body. No part of your body is a sinful part of your body. Yes. Let's just be true. clear. Um, but so like when your when your pride gets hurt, Right. Mm. When you're, um, that's a sin part of my body. I'm pride. <laughs> this is going to make the reels. That's, a, that's the real. Um, but when your pride gets hurt, then you get mad, but you're not mad about the thing. You're really mad because your pride is hurt. When your mm. entitlement gets challenged, when something that you thought you could get, like these are deeper things about who you are, your character. Um, mm. when your patience is challenged, Lord knows, I feel this one more times every day than any other anger moment i'm like i'm mad because because i'm impatient that's me this is all me it's all on me i feel it um, and when you <laughs> when you hear too much as you've already said of your own words coming out of your child's mouth big mad mad but you can't be mad at i mean you can be mad at a child right like it's possible Bad. but you shouldn't be mad at the child this should be a moment where you're looking in the mirror and say man i'm mad at someone who's doing something that i do <laughs> that I don't like about myself. I know is wrong. I know it's wrong. I still do it. I justify it, but I don't like it. And Mm -hmm. I especially don't like it when you do it to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, If that ain't the most human statement. Come on. Come on. But it takes, it takes so much self-awareness and self-differentiation and like not Mm self-focus to be able in those moments and humility, Lord help me to be able to step away and say, what, what is my anger telling me? Not just why am I angry? Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy to say, oh, I'm angry because you looked at me funny. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we even say that. And it's like, oh, that sounds kind of stupid. I shouldn't be angry. And we dismiss it. If and we move mature, on. You should say that. If we just, we're like, oh, I shouldn't be angry at that. No, 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 no. Let's, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's like, okay, I'm angry about that because 
it made me feel this. You know those those yeah. conflict resolution statements mm-hmm. that we learned in elementary school? I feel when you, I want. Yeah. I feel angry when you disrespect me in front of other people. I, I want to be respected. I want to be somebody that people listen to and, and, and you know, value their, their opinion. Yeah. And so when you do that, it makes me feel unvalued. Whoa, breakthrough. Like, I yeah. know it sounds like, oh, my gosh, we have to have a therapy session every time I get angry. Maybe you, you do. Maybe you're at that about? point in your life you where might. you're realizing, why don't people want to be around me? Yeah. Why do I, ha- why am I trying to avoid getting angry? Cause I'm worried about what I'm going to say or do, because you're not giving yourself permission. You're not forgiving yourself for those times that you haven't properly expressed your anger. Come on. And you're not giving yourself permission to say, Oh wow, this anger is telling me something. And it's very telling and, on what I need to work on. And if you are getting angry over the same thing over and over and over, that is God's gentle reminder. You ain't worked on that yet. You ain't, let, you ain't given it to me yet. You haven't, you you haven't, haven't resolved to surrender this mm. part of your life. And that's why you keep getting angry. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. <laughs> um, and so Ooh. just just kind of uh, land the plane there. Yeah. Um, man, this is I, we could talk about being mad all the time. I mean. Anger is easy to access, y'all. We can, it we is. Can access well, and here's the quick. thing. We got, we got more coming. I'm going mm-hmm. to pull this up. We already got this. Okay. So we can talk about being angry at people all day long, right? Because mm-hmm. it happens. But what Somebody about being angry? Stop. What about being angry at God? Because mm. I mean, that's one that we've got to yeah. talk about it. And next week we will. We're going to talk about can you be angry at God, and what does that look like? Yeah. How do you? Is that okay? Yeah. Um. So for you as a believer, if that's something you've wondered, or if there's somebody you know who has asked that question, like, am I allowed to be angry at God? You better watch and listen next week because we're going to talk about it. Okay. We're going to talk about it. It's going to get talked about. It's going to be. We're going to do some discussing. <laughs> Take notes. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We hope this episode has connected you to living truth. Be Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.